I'd like to just zero in on that one tiny little phrase. These all continued. These all continued. And I'd like to take it apart. That first word in that tiny little phrase is these. And so, who is these referring to? Well, it's referring to that that list that we had there in verse 13. Peter, James, John, etc. The disciples. And it's also speaking of the women. And it's speaking of Mary and, uh, and his brethren. These all continued. And I think that there is a lesson to be learned in that one little word, these. And that is, if you look at that list of names in verse 13, you will see right off the bat, and if you think of each individual person, you'll notice right off the bat that these are all very, very different people. They're very different people. You have a Peter who is the total opposite of the Apostle John. Um, you have a Thomas who, unfortunately, we, we just refer to him now as Doubting Thomas. But he would have been different, say, from um, Andrew and Philip. Then you have someone like Matthew, who was, who was a tax collector and worked for the Romans, probably poles apart, naturally speaking, from Simon, the zealot, who was anything but uh, associated with Rome. And you have these all continuing together in prayer. They're all different, is my point. And we're all different. Did you know that? We're all different. And sometimes it's very tempting when we're in a group like this or in our churches, in our corporate setting. We just came out of a week of prayer in our church for the, where the ministers all sort of come together and the students are there and um, the elders, some of the elders are there. And um, it's very tempting to carnally have this sense of comparing one with the other, okay? It's a very carnal thing to do, especially in the place of prayer. But you know, we could do it even here. We can think, well, I don't pray as well as that person prays. I can't pray. I'm not going to pray. I, I, don't, I don't feel like I'm good enough. As if there's some sort of a you know, level of excellence that we have to achieve here before we can open our mouths in prayer. These all continued. You have a Peter and a John and a James who received so much prominence. In fact, they were the, the inner circle, if you can put it that way, of the disciples. And you have others where you don't even know hardly anything about. I mean, how much do we know about Bartholomew? Barely anything. Or... Uh, Simon Zelotes. You don't know a lot about the, the rest of the disciples, but these all continued. They were all different, as we are all different. And friends, I don't want us ever to entertain, even subconsciously, the thought that because we're not like somebody else, that somehow our praying 
doesn't have the same effectiveness as somebody else. I mean, that's, that's in a sense what we're saying, even though we wouldn't say it out loud. I mean, that's a terrible thing to think that. As if the Lord had favorites, he does not. And so I just came out of, uh, that's why I was telling Rick I didn't know if I would be able to make it today because we had an air-conditioned guy come to our house this morning. And it, was kind of, it was running a little late, and I was looking at my watch, and I was like, I'm not sure if I'm going to make this, uh, be able to host a prayer meeting today. But as, as I was talking to the, the air-conditioned guy, um, sought to introduce into the conversation uh, the things of the Lord, you know. I figured out, yes, he he is a Christian, and he goes to church here in town. and um, But that's as far as he seemed to want to take it. <laughs> he, he didn't really want to go much further than that. That's fine. That's, that's okay. But you know what? And what took me so long was because he, as he was standing at the door, he just went on and on and on and on talking about his trade and um, the models of the different air conditioners and how this one does this and that one does the other thing. And, you know, he's been repairing these for 25 years and he's seen it all. And, and you know, I was thinking, I was thinking, you know, um, we're all different. We're all different. You know, you're going to have some Christians that, uh, like we were hearing last week with our brother Robert, um, those two brothers, Mark and John, I believe it was, and the, uh, that brother John who passed away, uh, you have some that are very, very quiet. Some that are so quiet that you wouldn't even know anything about them, like some of these disciples. You wouldn't even know uh, anything about them. You wouldn't know that they were one of the 12 disciples unless it was so listed here. And there's going to be people like that in, in all of our churches. And just because they're not vocal or out in front or, or whatever, it doesn't make them any less. They're not second class. The Lord has given us the Joshua's who are good with the sword and they're good with the trade that they're in. They're skilled. And they are down there in the trenches. And he has also given us the Moses, the Moseses, those that are on the mountaintop praying, and Aaron and her that come alongside to help in that. Is somebody really going to say that Joshua's job is more important than Moses? Suppose, if you really wanted to push it, you could say, well, uh, without Joshua, the battle really wouldn't have been fought. And then someone else could say, yeah, but without Moses, they would have failed. You know, you can talk like that. The fact is, these all continued. We're all needed. And let us not ever, please, um, even subconsciously, look disparagingly on people that are like quiet or reserved or not as... Um, public. These refers to all of these individuals, all these disciples, and the women. And I, I have said this many times, but I thank God for praying women. 
I I understand there are some circles where um, that is not permitted, at least in a public setting, and I, I understand the mentality of that. Uh, but I I thank God for the praying woman. I don't know what I would do without the praying woman in my life. And and yes, uh, we're mixing context because one is public versus private, privately praying woman. But even in this context here, I thank God for the praying woman. These. And then let's focus on the word all. Yes, these all. All, to me, refers to the corporateness of a thing. These all gathered together. They weren't so many individuals. All of them, they were all there in that room. Some of them were more vocal, sure, more prominent. Some of them were more boisterous in their praying, perhaps. I can just imagine Peter being that way. And But then you have others that were probably not. And But these all, there's a corporateness. You know, if everything were a single color, then you wouldn't have the portrait. If everything were spicy red hot, then you wouldn't have the, the wonderful variety of flavors. These all, they all, it speaks of the corporateness. And I, I don't ever want to lose or diminish or minimize or forget corporate prayer, united prayer. Do you know how much of a lost thing that is today? You, don't, you know, I don't have to tell you, preaching to the choir. That's why you're here. But corporate prayer is, has fallen on hard times in our day. And it's almost non-existent. That's a very great tragedy, I would have you to know. You don't all have to be uh, flowery, um, eloquent prayers, but we must not lose the corporateness of it. That word all also, in my mind, contains the idea of the unity of the thing. Yes, they were all different, very different, but boy, were they ever unified. These all continued. They did. The variety that they were, but they were all together. Yes, they were in the one room, so there's a sense where they were physically there under the one roof. But they were there with one purpose. They were there praying for the Holy Spirit because the last thing that Jesus told them was that to tarry in Jerusalem until ye be endued with power from on high. So they were going to wait, wait on the Lord, not run ahead, but they were going to wait until they were endued with power from on high. And so you could just imagine that prayer meeting in that upper room. Can you imagine it? Sometimes I do. Sitting in that stuffy room, they didn't have any AC, and this is in, you know, Jerusalem, and the windows were probably open. And so they were there praying, crying out to the Lord, as we are, for the Spirit of God to fill us. Isn't it funny how 2,000 years later, we're engaged in the exact same exercise? I think it's wonderful. There's a unity. There is a unity. And this is something that, that we're always at risk of losing. Always at risk of losing. 
especially in our local churches, when brother has issue with another brother, something comes in, something. And it's usually conviction-related, okay? There's usually a conviction associated with it. There's been cases like that even here. Uh, there's been some conviction-related things, and it's, it's, it's been hard sometimes to maintain the unity. The unity. But um, unity is very important. I don't know how you can really pray together if there is anything in your heart against another believer. I'm not sure how that can happen. And then that final word continued. They continued. These all continued. These all continued. And to me, I think that's the hardest thing. That's to me the hardest thing. You know, it's easy to start things. I've started all kinds of things. It's easy to start things. It's hard to continue things. Um, and uh, to be honest, when when we first put out the the request to start these United Prayer meetings back in it was December of 2019, my biggest fear was that I wouldn't be able to keep it up. That was my biggest fear. And I gave myself a year. He said, we'll do it for one year, from January 2020 to December 2020. If, you, if some of you remember, the, those that are still with us, we said one year. And because I, I, there was something in my heart that said, I don't know if I can keep this up. And, and that was every week, by the way. We were starting out just praying together every week. Never mind every day. Here we are, 2022, and we're praying every day. And I'm not going to pat ourselves on the back at all. It's all by the grace of God. But merely to say, continuing something is, I think, much more difficult than starting something. And so you see here, these all continued. They persisted in what? In this business of prayer, with one accord in prayer and supplication. And that's what we're doing here, I trust, as well. These all continued. Amen?